1: This is Buffalo Means Business on News Radio 930 WBEN. I'm Randy Bushover. The show is designed to shine a spotlight on local business as a driving force in our lives. And if there's a local business or service you'd like to hear from here on the program, send me an email at randy.bushover at intercom.com. I am with Anthony Amagon, who is president of Amagon Funeral Home and Cremation Service. And uh, we could talk about any number of things, uh, Anthony, but uh, specifically uh, you mentioned you wanted to target the pre-planning aspect of uh, arrangements. And uh, just a a brief background from my perspective, Uh, father and mother had uh, put already together something where cemetery plot was paid for, and unfortunately, it came into play because my father passed away a couple of years ago. Most people don't have that kind of forethought, though. So uh, aside from just that particular aspect there are a number of things that people really need to take into account
0: well firstly uh, Randy thanks for having me here today and um, I, I think what people are doing today is is and it, it takes a certain maturity in people they get to a certain point and I think they get concerned about what's going to happen um, I was just on a funeral the other day and the person giving the eulogy, really defined what prearrangement was you know the person found out um, this is one one um, need that somebody would have but they found out that they were sick and they immediately went to their family and said here's what I'd like to do for my funeral this person was rather young so you wouldn't think about that until the need is approaching you as people get older and that could include myself you start to think hey what would I do What would I want to have happen? I believe there's really three types of different services that people select. You know, there's the economical choice, the traditional choice, and then nowadays there's a modern, more alternative choice where people are starting to get different ideas of how they want to celebrate their life. Um, So with that, uh, we like to have people pre-plan this, get organized, do it in advance so that uh, family members uh, understand what's what their wants and needs are and what their wishes are. You can poll uh, family members who've discussed arrangements with their loved ones, and you might go to three different children, and the three different children have all basically had the same conversation with mom and dad, but they interpret it differently. So what we like to see people do is we get it. we get together with them. And by the way, there's no um need to prepay you can if you wish many people who go on on medicaid need to prepay but we get together with them and we go through those wishes and we document it that way there's a clear document in place so that um they have a guide they have something they can work from and that's one of the true benefits of it and people have a peace of mind that it's completed and what we promise the people is to make sure this is done correctly, it's done according to their wishes, uh, and especially when people are concerned about cost in that today, okay, uh, it, this gives you an opportunity to really do that in advance so you have everything in order.
1: Well, if, if you don't mind, is, is there a, a breakdown or a range? You mentioned the, the economics, traditional version, and an alternative version. Do each of those have a quote-unquote price tag, or does that kind of vary uh, again by the person's wishes?
0: It's 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 kind of like anything else in this world. What I'm what I'm describing more than anything else is people's mindset going into it. Okay, okay. they might be saying, "I really need to look at the cost. That's what's important to me." Other people say, "I want to stick to the family tradition. I want to stick to the religious tradition," and then other people are saying, "I want something more modern and alternative." With each of those, there are different costs depending on what you do with each of them. For example, in a traditional service, okay, there may be variances as far as what casket you would select, if you need a vault or not, if you're going into a mausoleum, okay, if you're having one or two days of visitation. So those, there could be variables as far as cost there. Same with modern and, and alternative where um, you're using uh, the funeral home as a chapel or you're, you're going someplace else, but you just need staff and supervision for that. Um, they've had services out on the top of ski hills, okay, but w- many times we'll go there and we'll supervise those events. We'll do the printing. We'll organize it. We put things in the paper. Um, so and then with costs, if if somebody's interested in costs and they're working within a budget, okay, then you need to take the time to explain all the different costs. And and if they need to keep the costs low, we can certainly help them with that as well.
1: This is Buffalo Means Business on News Radio 930 WBEN. We're speaking with Anthony Amagon, who is president of Amagon Funeral Home and Cremation Service. And uh, pre-planning is uh, the basic thing that we're targeting here. And y- you mentioned uh, you know, picking out a coffin. Also, the, the option to uh, have the coffin open, closed, and uh, maybe even not a coffin if someone is uh, perhaps using the cremation aspect of your services. All of those things ca- are, are things that uh, people need to make sure that they outline. And I'm, I'm guessing rule of thumb, always get it written out.
0: Well, well, we'll prepare a document. That, what we do is simulate as if a death has occurred. So in other words, when you talk to us, uh, we go through every aspect of it, okay, and go through all the options involved. And then in the discussion, we discover what the people's needs and wants are. So, for example, if you're going to have a visitation where the caskets open, that's, that's somewhat traditional. There's an art involved in that. There's embalming involved, involved in that. Um, and that's, that's still very prominent in our, in our community and in our culture to do that. Uh, some people have never done that. Some religions have never done that. So uh, that's what their tradition is, is not to do that. Some people, uh, I was just over in Europe visiting funeral homes. And one of the interesting things there is they don't have the visitation where the body's present. They're starting to do it more. The funeral homes there are being designed with visitation rooms where the body's viewed. So that these are all different choices. It all depends on your emotions and, and what your desires and
1: needs are. And uh, again, drawing from experiences that I've had, another part of the pre-planning process is perhaps, uh, again, we're assuming the person is still alive, writing your own obituary because otherwise it's left to the remaining relatives to kind of piece together and remember the high points of your life because that's what we like to do—the celebration of life and remember people in a positive way.
0: The story of the person's life, and that's going to be even more um, valuable as time uh, or as as technology improves. You don't have to be dependent on the newspaper publishing the story. We can do the story at our website with. Um, written by the family, con- contributors from the family, and then it's written in a way that elaborates on different things that are important to people. Uh, even the, the videos that we do now where you're sharing the person's life through images. Um, like if you go to our website, many people will post their uh, living memorial, the the video that, that represents their life. And to go back and look at old pictures, of a young couple, you know, and now they're, they're in their 90s. Um, it's just a great way for people to express it. I learned this when I was young. I remember when my uh, grandfather passed away up in Canada, and I was going through some of his papers, and I found an obituary from my great-grandfather and the story of who he was as a person, which I never knew. No one ever told me. So uh, that's archived in their closet at their house. Now you can post it on the Internet, which is is great.
1: And uh, you talked about the cultural aspect, too. And this is, uh, again, I don't want to assign a religion to it, but uh, the the way that we do it in this country, as you mentioned, different than others. But always, again, I go back to the celebration of life aspect that I talked about. Mm -hmm. It, It seems to be the way that we want to remember people or be remembered and that kind of comes into play with what we're talking about with the prearranging.
0: It's very interesting what's happening what I notice as a funeral director is the terminology is changing. The events aren't changing as much as the terminology is changing. And it's we have emotions, we cry when we're sad, we cry when we care okay. I think a lot of it is people want it to be an uplifting experience. So we'll do everything possible to make sure that we can provide that. But there's still the reality of what's going on. You know, you don't change the end of a sad movie when it, you know. So it still brings on the same emotions. Uh, But we can do things so that you can laugh and cry at the same time and smile and cry at the same time so that that is what people are trying to do they're trying to share the life of their loved one in a way that's much more positive than it used to be
1: and you and your staff have have, uh, conducted any number of these uh, for people what are the the basic things that people kind of forget when they're doing the pre-arranging because they get kind of maybe caught up in the emotions
0: well, the pre- we see, here's the advantage of a prearrangement. Not, it's not necessarily as emotional. What's, what's emotional is when a death occurs and nobody's ready to make those decisions. So that's why you'd be surprised how many people are prearranging because they want to avoid this in the future, They, especially the parents. They're saying, I don't want to put my children through this. Okay, I'm going to make all the decisions for them. I'll make it crystal clear. Here's what we'll do. So the emotions of it are less at that time. And then you can make those decisions without the, the emotional effect on it. If you don't do it, we'll still be able to help you, whether you've prearranged or not. Okay, But that's where you could run into some of the emotional things. And what people might forget is to ask questions, to figure out exactly what everybody wants to do. For example, parents many times will come in with an idea and we'll say to them make sure and talk to your children about this because what you don't want is a conflict at the time of death where the children say hey I really want to do this but mom said she didn't want to do that and the, the remembering that the funeral is very much for the living so that's what you have to recognize and that's what we'll talk to people about and then many will say I don't care I'm doing it my way. Oh, I never thought or say I have I've never thought about that. You make a good point. We'll do this to help the children.
1: And uh, you have the added flexibility of changing your mind if for perhaps you attend another ceremony and see something you actually like and want to add that. It ha- happens what you're doing.
0: all the time. We have a, an administrator that does our prearrangements. She's constantly busy with changes and updates because of that exact same thing. She'll get a phone call. I was just at a service. I saw this. I really like it. I want to make that change. So it's, it's always evolving as to what people do.
1: Sure. Now, what would be the way that people should uh, get in touch with you to talk about the pre-arranging?
0: Well, they can call our main office, which serves all our uh, locations around western New York. Um, our main number is 836-6500. Uh, you can also visit our, our website, Amagon. Uh, dot com and Amazon forward slash plan is where you can get some information on how we do pre-arrangements uh, like I said there's there's no obligation people coming and meet with us get an idea of what's involved go talk to their family and then they can come back in and finalize and then people especially for Medicaid it's really important to know for Medicaid that you're allowed to uh, pre-plan your funeral take a Take the money that's necessary, set it aside so when you're finalizing your pre, your Medicaid application, that money's entitled to be yours uh, so that you have that available for your funeral. So we do that a lot with people.
1: Well, very good. appreciate the opportunity to get that information out to people, and thanks for stopping by.
0: Randy, thanks so much.
1: That's Anthony Amagon. He's president, Amagon Funeral Home and Cremation Service. And this is Buffalo Means Business on News Radio 930 WBEN.